Okay, welcome everybody to the monthly Mind, Body, Spirit, You podcast with spiritual channel Laura Morante. Hi, Laura, how are you? Good, Dodie, how are you? I'm good, it's good to be here. My name is Dodie Mitchell, and I'll be filling in as co-host today for Leah Fortner, who is normally the co-host here, and Leah is home with her two beautiful children who are feeling under the weather. Um, so, Leah, I hope you and your dear ones uh, are feeling better soon. So we are uh, going to go right into a little bit of a meditation. And from there, uh, Laura is going to open up and uh, channel for us what Spirit has for us today. So I invite us all to just begin by finding a comfortable place to sit in a chair or either laying down, whatever it is that can bring you to the quietest space and take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath in through the nose. Fill your belly and then fill your lungs completely. And then let that breath out through the mouth. Just let it out. Close your eyes. Take another deep breath in through the nose. And let it out. And allow the breath to create a rhythm for you as you breathe in deeply. Just bring an image of sitting on the shore and waves just gently rolling into the shore towards you. And then as you exhale... Observing as the waves roll back, back, back into the ocean. Breathing in, into the belly, expanding the chest, the waves roll towards you. And as you breathe out, the waves roll out again. And begin to see in these ocean waves a glimmering light. Beautiful luminescence. As you breathe in, you breathe in this light carried along by these waves. And as you exhale, you release. Release whatever it is that no longer serves you to be carried out by the wave, by the light. Breathing in deeply, the light moves in expands within you. Breathing out, you release, release, let go. Allow the light to take which no longer serves you. Breathing in, you bring in light, you bring in peace, you bring in calm. Breathing out, you give way, you open, and you expand. Allow the breath to be subtle now and soft. As you make your way deeper within, letting the breath move with the rhythm of the body, 
letting go, giving way, and opening. As we open to spirit, open to our higher selves, open to the oneness and the light that we all are. And from the space of openness, Laura, I give the floor to you with gratitude for whatever you can bring forth from spirit today. Thanks, Dottie. That was beautiful. All right. Here we go. Magnificent energy of integrity. That is what you are feeling. That is what moving is moving through the human experience at this time. That is what bring, bringing forth this uncertainty and this sense of intensity. That is what you want to know. It is brilliance looking to surface through you. That is what is increasing the intensity of the human experience, the brilliance looking to come through you. Can you see that? Can you envision that? And can you see what it is? That's not allowing it to flow through you freely. Can you see where it is it's getting stuck? Can you see how it is affecting those in your life that are unaware of the process, that this is an evolutionary process and that ultimately that's what we're going through, regardless of how it's manifesting in each of your individual physical realities. What you're feeling now, what you're experiencing now, is the intensity of your soul rising to the surface. Oh, people can say it's this and it's that and it's a part of life. And it is. Nobody's going to dispute that. There is no doubt about that. This is most certainly a part of life. This is most certainly a part of the evolutionary process of life. And that is what life is. We evolve as souls through our human experience. And we learn from the experiences in this physical reality that challenge our physical reality, that challenge us to question our physical reality, that challenge us to question who we are and what we believe. That's how we evolve. That's how we grow. That's how we expand. If everything is always so certain and everybody is so certain about what life is about, well, then how do we ever evolve? How do we ever expand? How do we ever continue to contribute to the ever-evolving energy that we are? So we must know when we are pushed into this space of uncomfortableness that it is purposeful and that every individual on the earth right now feeling pushed from within, feeling pushed by life, feeling as if things are shifting so fast now that we can't get a handle on it, well, you are aware. You are aware that this is happening. And embrace that. Just embrace the awareness. Oh, it may seem silly to logic, but it's time that you exist in a manner that is silly, that does not have to be so serious. Let's get real with this. Let's see what we are as the human beings that we are, as the souls that we are, and let's put it together. Let's begin to put it together. Let's begin to see this energy of truth that we are as the souls that we are as really the part of us we want defining this human experience. Can we do that? Can we go there? Can we allow ourselves to believe that we are this infinite soul and that we exist because of the infinite soul, not because of the human being with its interpretations of life that are so limiting, 
not because the generations before think they've got a handle on who it is we are and what it is we are supposed to be doing here. We exist, essentially, because of the energy that we are, because of the creative inclination of our totality. Take that in. Breathe it in. Let it infiltrate your beingness. Let that breath move through every cell, organ, and tissue in your body. And let it redefine it. Because it is. The energy of who you are, the energy of creativity, the energy of truth and awareness is moving through your individual human experience. Asking you to recognize it. Asking you to see it. Asking you to open up to it and allow it. That's the terms we would use with most intensity. Allow it. Allow your life to change. Don't fight it. Allow your mind to expand. Allow those concepts that seem so foreign to you to begin to integrate into your understanding of who you are and let them then take your understanding and expand it. Begin to see life as interactive in this way. It's not so one-sided. It's not so definitive it's much more malleable much more flexible and fluid and that's what you want to remember that you are that soul you are that energy of fluidity here to move through this human experience according to the inclination of the energy can you let yourself be that can you let yourself find your way to that truth and allow your life to show you what you're truly capable of, to show you where you're holding on to your fears, where you are letting those fears limit your ability to pursue your truth. And that's what you want to do, you know. Every soul is here to pursue their truth, to pursue the truth of who we are as souls, who we are as energy and how we've created this three-dimensional reality. But you can't go there if you still see yourself as that limited human being that can't see beyond the 3D interpretation of life. And yet you're existing at a time. You're existing in an energy, a collective, intentional energy that is looking to shift this experience from being so disconnected from itself. You're existing at a time where the soul says, let's redefine this experience. Let's let go of that need to feel so detached from one another, so distant from the truth of the everlasting nature of our soul, of the limitless potential of the energy that we are. Let's stop seeing ourselves as this limited form that stops at the end of this human experience. And let's begin to honor that soul that we are that moves in and out of these human experiences with no sense of lost detachment or... What did I say? Lost or, or attachment? It's as if the soul in you is trying to wake you. So think about that and look at your life. 
and find where it exists in you. Find where you feel your inner sense of knowing nudging you. Those instinctual movements that you make that have you questioning what it is you force yourself to give your energy over to on a day-to-day basis. Is it the way you act or is it the way you think? Whenever we speak in terms such as this, people think, well, what am I doing? What is it that I'm doing in my career? What job am I doing? How am I extending my energy in the world? Isn't that what it means? What you want to recognize is you extend your energy through your thoughts, through your intentions. Are your thoughts filtered in fear? Are those intentions born of fear? That's what you want to investigate. That's what you want to ask yourself if that's truly what you want to extend in this world. Is that the energy you want to be in this world? When you look at the fears that exist in you and you find their origins, do you see that they come from beliefs that have existed outside of you? Do you see that the imprinting from the previous generations has affected you so deeply that you're not sure who you are beyond those beliefs, beyond that imprinting? Do you feel that you've gotten lost in this human experience? Do you identify with the dissonance in the society? Have you become comfortable with the angst, anger, fear, and insecurity that the collective is existing in. Is this acceptable to you? Is this the way you want to continue in life? As you look around this world, do you want to continue to see so many people struggling? Do you want to continue to see so many people fighting? All right. Or are you at the point where you are saying it's enough? It's enough. I do not have to see it anymore. I do not have to feel it anymore. I do not have to know it anymore to realize that this is not the way we are to be treating one another. That the compassion that I feel inside of me I need to share. I need to extend. So think of it this way. When you're watching the news, reading the news, and seeing those in these other areas of the world that are struggling, and your instinct, or I'm sorry, and your inclination is to get angry at those that are keeping those down, those that are not assisting in the way you think they should be or not treating others the way you think they should be. Remember that's energy. Remember your judgments of all those existing in the world is energy that you are extending to the collective experience. And ask yourself, is that the energy I wish to extend in this collective experience? The judgments the harsh interpretations of one another. It 
just continues to increase the intensity when you add your low-frequency intensity. So don't. Begin to feel responsible for what you add to the collective. Begin to recognize that what you put out there intentionally is a part of the energy that creates this experience because we are the creative energy. You're not crazy. It's not just you. That's what we want to say. There is so much intensity in the energy now that it's difficult to experience the human experience without feeling some of it, without it manifesting in your experience in one way or another. And as you feel into this idea, you really want to ask yourself, what's going on in my life right now? And where am I feeling the resistance? Where am I feeling the push? And what fear is getting in the way of me honoring what I know? Let yourself begin to look into yourself for the answers. Rather than looking outside, rather than talking with others, rather than trying to figure it out, let yourself begin to play with this idea that there's an aspect of you that does honor you completely, that does realize that you are perfect just as you are. That's a wondrous energy to to begin to work with. The idea of self-acceptance, the idea of unconditional acceptance. It is the energy that can heal the world. So give it to you. Give yourself that gift that even if life seems to be bringing you down and even if life seems to be challenging you, that you are perfect, you are whole, and you are complete. And that if you think you need to be doing something more than what you're doing, you're putting undue pressure on yourself. That you really want to learn to move with the flow of the energy and how it inspires you. There's so much intensity now that people are really beginning to take notice. People are really beginning to say, well, this just can't be about me. For I look to my friends, I look to my family, and in each direction I look, I see some intensity surfacing in this moment in their life. And that's a wondrous awareness to build upon. The connectedness is being recognized by the human beings. Spirit is in celebration of this. And yes, it had to get intense. And yes, it's going to get more intense. (laughs) And yes, it's all for the good, the greater good of this human experience. We are pushing forward as a team, as a united front. All those willing to be here, 
on behalf of the inclination of the collective to shift into a way of being that is, I don't know what you want to say, evolutionary, evolutionarily groundbreaking. That's what you are a part of, and that's why you are feeling this intensity. For this is the first wave in a series of waves, the first push into the higher consciousness. the first coming together of intentional energies dispersed about the earth plane. And as you merge in the energy, you feel it in your physicality. But you're not given that kind of forewarning that you would like. And there's no instructions on how to assimilate this high frequency. This is a unique experience, one we are all exploring together. And this time in, uh, this time in history is an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for individual and collective expansion. And this wave is going to bring about awareness after awareness of the bigger picture perspective of any situation you're in, if you allow it. You see, that's the challenge now. Your soul, your higher self, the energy that we are, is asking our humanness to see beyond that limited physical world interpretation of this physical reality, asking you to see your life from your soul's point of view, asking you to see life in general from the collective soul's point of view, and asking you to begin to realize that that's who we really are. And yes, that's how limited we've allowed our experience to become. We have created so many limitations on our energy that we ourselves do not feel entitled to be our truth. And isn't it time to let that go? Isn't it time to feel entitled? What <clears throat> what must it take for the human being to realize that they've created their own prison and that they continue to fight to defend it? They continue to look to remain behind the bars because they're afraid of what exists beyond them. And you'll see that in many. You'll see their fear as if they're wearing it as clothes. It will be so obvious to you, to those of you willing to move beyond the fear. For once you've moved beyond it, You can see it for what it is. And this energy that we are assimilating, this energy we're moving into, that we are looking to bring into our beingness, is the aspect of us that knows how to exist here in a reality without fear, being the dictator of our experience.
So check in and ask yourself, how do I feel about this concept? How do I feel about expanding into something that I don't understand, that I can't quite term intellectually? Hmm. And all of those fears come surfacing, don't they? Come rising right to the top to show you who you've been and what you've allowed to limit your experience, to limit your perception of your truth, of your truth, of your true essential nature. Ask yourself these questions. Am I willing to let go of any and all aspects of me that identify with a physical reality that is based on fear? that keeps the individual from knowing their totality. Ask yourself if you want to know who you are beyond this individual human being. And then see if the fear rises. Do you want to know? Do you really want to know? Or is it too scary? Does it frighten you to know that this isn't all there is? Does your humanness all of a sudden make you feel responsible for something more? Is that where you go with it in your head? And if so, ask yourself why. If you are an expansive being of light, limited in this physical reality, why would you fear breaking free from it? because your human mind interprets that as the annihilation of the human experience. And oh, how scary that sounds. For ye of little faith who cannot believe that your soul could create something more magnificent than than a society based on fear and and egoic inclinations for power, control, and wealth. Is this really it for you? Is this really what you want to accept as the human experience? Is this it as far as what you think our true potential is? Can you really just succumb? Can you really just give in? Can you really say, well, this is what it means to be human? When each and every one of you knows that in this life, in this experience, you've moved about it, saying there's got to be more than this? Why is that just a nice thought to ponder? Where does that come from? Think about it. It comes from the aspect of you that knows there's something more, that's always trying to tell your humanness there's something more. When a question surfaces in you, what do you do with it? Do you allow it to continue to rise, to continue to expand? Oh, no, can't do that. What would that expansive energy in us have us do? What would it ask us to let go of so we could see our brilliance? Attachment. Attachment, attachment, attachment. 
limitation placed on our experience by our humanness, the attachment we feel to our stuff, the attachment we feel to other human beings, the attachment we feel to our pets, the attachment we feel to our thoughts and our beliefs. Check in, dear ones. Where's your attachments? Are they aligned with your soul? Can you even recognize that through them? Can you see through your attachments to your soul? To quantify their value. Can you find it in you to believe that as the magnificent beings of light that we are, that we can create a reality where we're not all walking around thinking there must be something more, where old souls aren't walking around thinking, how do I get out of here? It begins with us not accepting what is. It begins by believing we can do better than this, that we can love each other more, we can recognize each other's unique gifts, appreciate and honor them for allowing them to come through, for that's the thing you don't recognize, that as you all push your gifts down to fit into the society, you feel uncomfortable. You feel the void inside of you because that's what happens when you, when you finally feel entitled and you bring that gift forward and you start to exist from the energy of your truth. The void fills with the sense of oneness that lets you know you are being exactly who you are meant to be. But people don't take that chance on themselves, do they? They have to know... Um, they have to follow what they know intellectually. And they know if they do this job, they'll make this amount of money, and then they'll be safe. But they'll never be fulfilled. If you give your life over for the money, if you give your life over for the physical, material world experience, you will always feel that there should be something more. And that something more is you your truth, the unique purpose you came to be in this world. But you can't get there if you don't believe you can. You can't get there if you don't have enough faith in yourself to put yourself in a position to allow your truth to flow through you. And the thing is, it's not easy. When the when a major portion of the society you exist in is living in a state of self-deception, is not allowing their truth to surface. When you take a step in that direction and you allow that truth to flow through you, you are ostracized. You are ridiculed. You are put in a place of separation 
when all along you are looking to create oneness and unity. And what you want to realize is that is the way the ego looks to continue this limiting experience, for that's what it knows. That's what it's been programmed to defend. So ask yourself, is it worth defending? Living limited, living in fear, accepting the unknowns as unknowns and not allowing yourself to explore beyond that. It's time to realize how expansive we truly are, how interconnected this entire experience is. And how aware we can become just by allowing ourselves to believe that there's something more that we are here to be. And that that something more has much to do with joy, has much to do with peace, has much to do with allowing the truth of the loving energy that we are forward in order to create an environment that can sustain that frequency. As you feel your soul instigating in you that desire to come forward, that desire to shift in the belief systems, the inclinations in you that keep you separate from your truth. Realize that you are in an energy that is looking to assist you through this process, that is looking to show you the way. And that it takes a willingness and a faith that may or may not be supported in your individual environments, but ultimately is soulfully supported, soulfully recognized, and soulfully appreciated. That may not mean much to you now as you sit there in your physical bodies, but there's an aspect of you know of, of you that knows. The true depth and effect that you have on our collective soul. When you choose to look beyond your fears, when you choose to let yourself let down your guard and be vulnerable and be open to something new and be open to letting go of something old. (laughs) Satiate your appetite as the soul that you are And allow your humanness to rise above the ego inclinations, to let go of this this disastrous path that we're on. Let's not feel that we have to sustain it. Let's not feel that we have to continue existing here in this limited way. Let's believe that we are powerful enough and collectively we are mighty enough to make this change, to 
create this shift and to master this physical world through love, acceptance, oneness, and compassion. It's the only way we're really all going to come together. And that's the oneness we speak of. When the love overwhelms the fear beyond recognition, we will have achieved that oneness. Oh, and there are those that will say, well, that is just ridiculous. There is no way human beings can get there. And there you see it. The limited intentional energy that is shared with the collective experience. So enough of those people thinking those thoughts keeps us here. Do you want to add to that or do you want to counter it? It's easy to just fall into it because everybody will support you in that. Is that what it's about, doing what's easy? If you sit here in your Western cultures, you can think about what easy is done for your health and ask yourself, should we continue along this way? That's right. It takes effort. It takes willingness. It takes faith and a devotion to honoring the bigger picture perception of life. Don't get lost in the game. It's a game. You're not that piece. You're the master creating the movements. Remember who you are. You know it. You know when you fold that brilliance down into tiny little piece so you can fit it into that human interpretation of what you are capable of. You know how that feels. You know how limiting it is. You know the restrictions you feel. Why? This is your choice. Why do you want to do that to yourself? Why do you want to keep yourself small, keep yourself in fear, keep yourself not realizing your true potential, keep yourself feeling empty inside? Let go of the need to appease others. Let go of the need to be liked by others. Let go of the need feel appreciated begin to love yourself begin to appreciate yourself begin to find compassion for your human experience oh dear ones that is what you need your own compassion the society is so harsh The people existing in it are so hard on themselves. We feel for you. We really do. You try so hard to live up to some expectations that have nothing to do with who you are as the soul that you are. Think about that. Think about all that you give your life over to. Really think about it. The details of the material stuff that owns you. 
Remember who we are as souls. Watch as the animals roam freely, the ones that you still allow to roam freely. Look at their freedom. Look at their joy at life itself. They don't stress over money. They don't stress over relationships. They don't stress over if they're doing the right thing according to others. They just are. And they're perfect just the way they are. And they each know their place in this world intuitively, instinctually, without a handbook, without a guidebook, without 12 years of education. They know who they are. Isn't it interesting that you have this developed educational system that leaves people wondering who they are and what they could bring of value to this world and, oh, how their interpretation of value has shifted because of this wondrous education system. And, yes, we say this with sarcasm. As souls, we all are born with the knowing. As human beings, we've distracted ourselves from that knowing. And then we continue to promote the unknowingness by educating our children in the same way. And generation after generation, they become more and more dissatisfied, more and more disheartened, and more and more distant from the society they exist in. Why is that? Because they know who they are. And those that won't give in to this society are ostracized, aren't they? Those that say it's ridiculous to spend my entire life stressing over the minutia. They are the ones holding the space for you, those that are in the society looking to make the choice to create something new. They're holding the space by not joining in. Yes, we speak of the homeless. Yes, we speak of those that have been diagnosed with those disorders that keep them from intellectually engaging this intellectually driven society. Oh, we're talking about the young ones and the old ones, dear ones. the increase in the energies of autism, ADHD, Alzheimer's, and such. This is all a part of a wave of souls that said we can do it differently. And so they've come in to hold the space, create the space to give human beings the opportunity to see them as perfect in their beingness without the need to intellectualize it, 
That's where you are, people. Challenge to that. To look at these loving souls and say, I embrace you as you are in this moment, as whole and complete, as not needing to change, as not needing to be different, as not needing to fit in to my idea of what I think you should be. Appreciate their efforts, for it's not easy to be here in that capacity. And yet they sustain. To sustain the frequency that is creating in each of you that sense that there's something off here, that there's got to be another way, that we can't continue to ask people to just fit in to this definition of being human that is so uncomfortable for the majority of the human population. It doesn't have to be this hard. We have the tools. We have the supportive energy. And we have the free will to choose a new way of being. But it takes courage, it takes faith, and it takes a consistent, devoted effort on each individual's part, individual, individual's part, to create the kind of movement that we need to create real change. And what you have to remember is it's not going to come from your mind. You're not going to figure this one out. If you want to create real change in this world at this moment, if you want to be a part of the transition of the human experience into the higher frequencies, you must approach it from the energy, the energy that you are as the soul that you are. You must approach it with a willingness to let go of your human definition in the way that you think it should be so that you can be open to the redefining that your soul is looking to bring into this experience. It's an expansive concept. It's an expansive way of looking at life and your role in it. And, you know, the thing is, the ego is going to want to see some um, results. You know, if you take this step and you begin to exist in a state of faith and you begin to hold yourself in an energy of compassion and love and acceptance, knowing that that is what you are extending to the collective, well, what your humanness is going to ask is, how long do I have to hold it? How long do I have to stay in this state of grace? before I see some results because we're so action-oriented, result-oriented. It's not going to be that simple, dear ones. First, you will notice a shift in you. First, you will notice an awareness in you of a softness in you. A subtle recognition that that energy of judgment doesn't feel so heavy on you anymore. 
then you will notice a difference in the interactions you have with others. And some will embrace and some will resist. And that's how you will know where they are as the souls that they are. Are they willing to go the distance? Are they willing to take it on with you? Are they willing to embrace this idea that as energy we exist beyond this physical form and we create the, ener- uh, the experiences with our intentional frequencies? Can you allow yourself to believe that you are that powerful, that you are that important, and that you can have that kind of effect? Then as you see those around you beginning to take a position, beginning to engage, beginning to take a stand in their own field, in their own energy, Well then, dear one, then you can know you are seeing the results of your efforts. When your journey to peace is so exemplified in the physical reality that it affects others, then you know you are seeing the ripple. Not that you've taught, not that you've pushed, but just that you've been it, just that you've allowed yourself to experience it and others have recognized it. may sound silly and simple and contrite, but it's an expansive concept, one worth experiencing, one worth exploring. But remember, it's not about the time. It's not about you holding the space today and realizing the shift tomorrow. It's about sustaining. And most importantly, it's about sustaining under pressure. It's easy when life's going in your direction to believe it can be wonderful. But when it gets a little challenging, can you sustain? When you feel the resistance, can you know that that's a sign of change. That that's a sign that something's getting stirred up. And that's a good thing. Because once it's stirred up, you can see it. You can look at it. You can let it go. You can maneuver through it. Don't feel as if you're in this alone. Remember that there are many, many human beings on the earth now feeling what you're feeling, knowing what you're knowing. This is the fabric of who we are coming to the surface of our human experience so we can see it, so we can wrap ourselves in it, so we can let it redefine us. You're not alone in this. This is a collective experience. And this is a collective effort to shift this experience. Embrace the magnificence of being here at this moment, of being here for this shift. Wonder at life in awe of 
for it is continually changing, and it will be dramatically recognizable in the coming years. The shift is here, and you are a part of it. Whether your humanness wants to believe it or not, if you are here on the earth plane now, you came here to be a part of this. Now ask yourself, as the human being that you are, why do you think your soul brought you here now in this moment? Was it to dig your heels in and say, no, I will not change? I will continue to promote the status quo. I will continue to promote this unhealthy way of experiencing physicality. Do you think that's what you are here for? To say I must stay with my fears for I'm comfortable in them? I must hold on to my logical certainty because it gives me some sense of control of my experience? and of the experiences of those around me that will listen to me? Do you think that's what your soul came for? Ask yourself. Dig down deep. Feel into the heart of who you are. For when you do that and you get there, you know that the answer is, as it is with all souls and physicality in this moment, you came to be loved, You came to overcome the challenge that the fear creates in this human experience by holding tight to the love that you are that shows you way to your that shows you your way to your truth. You are loved, dear ones. Everything else is the illusion created by the fear to keep you detached from that truth. Remember you are love. Remember that love heals all. And that in any moment of uncertainty, all you need do is look for the love. Look for the love in every situation. For then you will find you, your truth. Hmm. All right, Dota. Oh, that was so beautiful. Um, what a what a phenomenal message came through. I uh, the quote that I think is beautiful is when the love overwhelms the fear beyond recognition, we will have achieved oneness. Ooh, yeah, really, that's, really nice. That's beautiful. And and you know. I think as human beings, we we always say, oh, so what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to be? What are we supposed to, how do we do this? How do we make this happen, Laura? And, and uh, it was very comforting to hear, just, just be. Just have that experience. Just be who you came here to be, be love. You don't have to teach it. If you can teach it, great. But if you don't teach it, you're teaching it just by being it. 
And it brought me to Gandhi's quote, be the change you wish to see in the world. And I think, you know, there, there's so much good information in here. This deserves a second and a third and a fourth listen. But, um, but I want to say any moment. That being huh? on that swing. Hold on one second. I just want to channel okay. one. I don't know how much time. We don't have much time. Um, yeah, there is a sense here that people do feel that they need to be doing something. And when they are told to just be, they have difficulty with that because how can you just be when there's so much to do in this physical world? And so what you want to recognize is it's about how you are being. And you want to recognize that in every moment. Am I being love or am I being fear? So regardless of what you are doing, who are you being? That's where you want to focus. The beingness comes through you. You don't have to force it. You don't have to make it happen. You don't have to figure out who you need to be in this moment. That's when you know you are acting from the ego. Being love is allowing your truth in every moment. So whatever it is you are doing, can you do it with truth? Can you do it in integrity? Can you do it in a state of authenticity that says, well, I am peace. I am love. And this is how I will extend love in this moment. This is where the love is in me, and I bring it with me. It's not about what we're doing. It's about who we are and what we are extending to one another. So in all of your actions and inactions in this world, the ultimate underlying intention you wish to hold is that I am love and that I am continually extending my love into this world, into this human experience, into this earth plane to create a more loving environment. Think of that. And think of if every human being was doing that. Then you can really begin to see how we can affect one another if we can hold that intention in ourselves, if we can sustain that intention, then we sustain the frequency of love, and then we can create from that frequency. So give it your all, and your all is love. Something like that. Beautiful. Beautiful. So we have about a minute left. That was so beautiful, Lori. Thank you so much for being such a pure channel and just bringing forth that inspiration for all of us. Oh, Very thanks, grateful. Lord. And thanks for, for sitting in for Leah today. We really appreciate it. It was a beautiful meditation. Love having your energy here. Um, and You're I will welcome. That, um, Leah and I are probably, we're going to be doing that midday soulful getaway at noon on Wednesday, September 10th. So if you want to join us for that, we would love to have you. Beautiful. Okay. So, and um, love and blessings to everybody out there who tunes into this channel and just to the whole world. Love you, Laura. Thanks again. Okay. Be love. Bye-bye.